Hello, and welcome to Song by Song by Song, a musical theater song podcast. I'm Austin. And I'm Claire. And this is a new musical theater podcast. In this show, we're going to be talking to each other and our friends about our favorite musical theater songs. Yeah, hopefully sometime we'll have some other guests on the show. But for this first episode, it's just going to be Austin and I, just two two bros hanging out, talking about theater. Um, this episode, uh, we're going to talk about Austin's favorite song from a musical and kind of dive in on the history and what he likes about it and just general feelings and thoughts about this song. And then next week, we'll do the same thing for Claire. And then maybe someday we'll get some friends and they'll get to be on the show with us. Yes, exactly. So, Claire. Yes. Yes, Austin. Why musicals? Why musicals? That's such a deep question. Um, I don't. I think musicals are so interesting because it's like, <laughs> like you you have all these feelings and thoughts all the time. Yeah, feelings and thoughts. Feelings and thoughts all the time. And the only way you can express them is through song, which I think is cool. And I like the idea of it being kind of silly, but also being a really um, great way to, like, escape into someone else's mind. I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And I think what we're trying to do with this podcast is instead of looking at overall one show at a time, we're diving down into songs specifically just because you could have a broader range of emotion like taking the song in the context of the show taking the song out of the context of the show like if people are just listening to a song on the radio kind of like that sort of thing where even if you don't know the full context of this song it's still like will hit you yeah and i think it's like also it just is so much more personal like, you can talk about your favorite show, but, like, I feel like knowing someone's favorite song and why it's their favorite song just, like, gets, like, you get into their mind so much more, mm-hmm. which I think is, is really cool. Cool. So, we're going to start. I'm going to give a little backstory on myself, Ooh. and then Claire will get to give her little backstory next week. So, be intrigued. <laughs> yeah. So, I think I started listening to musicals at a young age. I didn't know what they were at that point, obviously. Like, most kids, when they're watching, like, The Lion King and Hercules, they are like, oh, cool, a movie with songs in it. But And a regular old Disney movie. But, like, the concept of the musical didn't really hit me until, like, fourth or fifth grade. And I would always think, when I got older, that that's what I want to do. I want to be in a musical. So that's why I went to school and got my degree in musical theater. And Claire is currently doing that if coronavirus doesn't get rid of school. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, But in college, you had to think about, like, why? Why do I want to do musical theater? And I was reminded of when I was younger. And we had, like, two movie musicals at our house that I could distinctly remember. And they were Grease and then Jesus Christ Superstar. The classics. Classics. They came out the same year in Broadway. Which is so crazy. Which is fun. Yeah. Because they are very They're different. different. Uh, yeah. Grease beat out Jesus Christ Superstar for getting a Best Musical nomination. 
Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's some drama. Um, but I remember watching Jesus Christ Superstar and thinking of like all the dancing and all the cool rock music and being like, that's fun. I want to do that. And that's why for today's first episode of Song by Song by Song, <laughs> I decided that I was going to talk about my favorite song from Jesus Christ Superstar, which is Heaven on Their Minds, the first song other than the overture in that show so austin why 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 did you pick this song first of all um i think i picked this song for a few different reasons Mm -hmm. i think the main one is i like singing it (laughs) yes uh and as like a musical theater performer person i think that's where a lot of people like find songs that they like is when they're looking for songs that they can sing and i'm not saying i can sing this song well <laughs> but, but it's fun. i do like singing yeah that. um and another reason i like this song is because of the rock track and just like the orchestrations of it which are all super cool mm-hmm. um so now at this point in the podcast we're going to dive into some Musical theater history. That's the theme song I just made up for musical theater history. Sounds Thank you. Sounds good. So this show is written by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. I'm sure you know them. I, I'm guessing you've heard of them. Uh, this is their third collaboration of six collaborations. Uh, the first two were a show called the like of us which was written in 1965 but it wasn't produced into a show until 2005 weird and then the second show that they did together was joseph and the amazing technicolor Dreamcoat. a bit more popular yeah which is a show that both claire and i have been in oh yeah together nine years old children's chorus i wore a red shirt and white pants it was great and i was one of the brothers which was super fun um, so this was their third show, Sticking to the Bible After Joseph. Made a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, and this show originally was a concept album. They made it in knowing that if it doesn't actually become a fully staged show, that they have this record that still tells the story of the last days of Jesus. Which I think that just like the idea of having a concept album first, like in that time is crazy. Cause I'm like, that's kind of like, like with Hamilton now, like they were like targeting non-theater people to yeah. go see it, which I think it's like the same concept, just like yeah, it's way like earlier. JCS and Hair are like two shows where you would maybe hear the song on a rate on the yeah. radio at some point in time. And if you know me or... You'll probably find out as this podcast goes along. I am a huge fan of rock and pop musicals. Golden Era, I can give or take. <laughs> Golden Era, I can just sit over there and it can, we'll talk about Rogers them. and Hammerstein, they can just hang out in the corner, yeah. in their there, own little some, corner, you know, <laughs> in their own little chair. There are some, there are some good things, but um, you know, there's a lot of things that could have been a little like fixed a little bit. Yeah. Or more fun. And yeah. that's what I think about rock and pop musicals is that they're pretty fun. Yeah. So we'll have to get someone who just like really loves Golden Era to yeah, come Yeah. So if there are case. any uh, super fans of Golden Era musicals that would like to come to our podcast, let us know and we'll have you on. Uh, so this show, 
a stage version of the show opened in 1970. Uh, ben Vereen played Judas in the original one, which is pretty cool. He Good job, played Ben. Leading player in the original Pippin and is bun- in a bunch of other stuff. Um, the show did not do so well. Ooh. Uh, there was a lot of controversy. Yeah, I bet. There always has been. There probably always will be. Yeah, people are, this is not how it is in the Bible. Yeah, people are upset that Jesus was a man, and that's what they don't like. Instead of being like, like a, an ethereal yeah, like being. A thing. Yeah, like a Okay. Uh, so like in the 70s, there was a lot of people, one of the reviews that I saw, it talked about how the music, great. The show itself, kind of messy. Kind of messy. <laughs> yeah. And I was in this show in college, and it was kind of messy. <laughs> yeah. I just think that this is a hard show to actually produce. I would agree. Uh, the story is there it all makes sense but on stage it's a little harder to seemingly go from one song into the next mm-hmm. and like show that emotional change in like a way that isn't boring yeah because you don't just want to have people standing and singing obviously mm-hmm. and it's just a whole bunch of big groups singing and like being you have hippies. to make it look interesting yeah and like you can do it how they did it in the 70s where it's like everyone was dressed in like 70s clothes you could do it where everyone's like dressed biblically appropriate you could do it like the 2000s revival where everyone was like grunge in 90s oh, yeah. <laughs> so it could like the staging of it could fit anything mm-hmm. it's just hard to do yeah um and speaking of controversy, when we did the show, Our Jesus was played by a black guy, and we sent out notes to churches to come see it, and one of the churches sent back a note saying, Jesus wasn't black. We aren't going to go see that show. Yeah, didn't they, like, protest you? Yeah, they protested our show, but they didn't, like, show up and protest. Yeah. They just sent emails to all the other churches saying, we cannot let show. people see this show. <laughs> Jesus but- can't be black. <laughs> But it's also like, honey, Jesus was not white. No, definitely, definitely not. not. <laughs> but, you know, people are, you know, they're people very are protective. Gonna people. people are going to people. <laughs> they're going to be people. And some little context for the show. So moving a little bit out of the history, more to the show itself and to the song, Heaven on Their Minds. It's the song that opens the show after the overture. Uh I've seen the overture done multiple different ways. Like when we did it, everyone was on stage and doing stuff. I've seen it where it's just darkness and you just listen to the overture like most normal overtures do it. When we saw a version in Minneapolis where Ted Neely was playing Jesus as a 50-year-old, it showed him bringing Lazarus back from the dead at the end. Yeah. And then the show started. I'm pretty sure that guy um, thinks he's Jesus by now. Yeah, I mean, I would. Because, I mean, he's been playing Jesus since, since, since the 70s. 70s, since the movie. But, yeah, Austin and I went and saw the show in, like, 2008 in Minneapolis. So I was about, like, eight years old. I'm a little youngin'. And <laughs> the thing was, is we were sitting in the very back row of the main floor of the theater. So, like, I couldn't see anything. <laughs> but I guess the good thing about being in the back is I could, like, stand up and kind of peek around, but... There was like this um, metal metal balcony metal balcony on the stage. So if anyone like went up higher 
on that. It was like couldn't see couldn't see anything, which was great in yeah. those big crowd scenes. Oh yeah, sounded good. It did sound good. Uh, yeah, Ted Neely was Jesus. Uh, Corey Glover, I believe, is his name from Living Color. The band was Judas. Yeah. He was good. Uh, I don't remember the Mary Magdalene's name. Sorry, but girl, she was I bet also you were good. Great. <laughs> I was like, those three characters are the characters that everyone talks about mm-hmm. during these shows. Yeah, what's up with that? Why doesn't anyone talk about like Simon? Yeah, why doesn't anyone talk about the third priest? Yeah, that's what the who heck? I was. <laughs> yeah, I know that's who I talk about when yeah, I the go third see priest. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. Um. So yeah, heaven on their minds. First song, sh- show starts, and then you just hear that. And for me, it just hits me hard. I start headbanging because I'm that guy <laughs> who sees a musical and just bounces along with the music, which I know some people do not like. But then it's like, what's the point of going if you're not going to have fun? Yeah, you know? exactly. That's what I say. So you hear that. And then you see Judas and he's going in there and he's thinking about his life as a disciple and how Jesus is kind of going little off the wire for his liking he's starting to freak out (laughs) thinks that rome is gonna come and get him and like ruin everything and you just see judas and then depending on the blocking maybe you see jesus Mm -hmm. maybe you see the other disciples or it's just judas and he starts giving this monologue do this song and you just like you understand you get put into judas's head which I think is good. Yeah, definitely. And also it's like he's the first thing you hear yeah. and see. Well, sometimes see, but first thing you hear definitely during this, like the first voice. So like you know if it's going to be a good show or a bad show based off of whoever's playing Judas. Yeah. And so during this podcast, we're going to talk about like our favorite things. My favorite musical moment of this song is right at the beginning Mm -hmm. you hear that guitar and the band coming in with that driving beat and you just get into it through judas doing his high jesus where he just belts it out and that's when you know (laughs) that you're in for this ride oh yeah and me just thinking about this now like is very hamilton-y it is very hamilton because you have judas starting out the show basically introducing jesus during this song just like in hamilton (gasps) where aaron burr introduces alexander Hmm. hamilton and i'm like how did i just think of this now wow we see you lynn we know what you're doing (laughs) and it's like where in hamilton burr's technically the bad guy yeah but he's also like he's smart and he like the main character who you kind of empathize and empathize Empathize. with (laughs) and for me at least when i watch jcs i empathize with judas i know that you like kind of aren't supposed to (laughs) but like you get it you understand his turmoil and why he's feeling his way he's just trying to do what he thinks is right Mm -hmm. and it ends up killing jesus but oopsie it happens (laughs) and in this song he just goes through and you get the sense of what he wants and his needs and i just think that's a good way to open a show oh definitely definitely it's very it's a very strong hook 
yeah into a show and especially like this when it was like originally just an album mm-hmm. it's definitely a song that pulls you in and wants to makes you want to listen to the rest of the album yeah and it's also nice because this song has an ending too yeah which a lot of the songs in jcs don't no, they just, lead, they just into each other. lead into each other which sometimes causes quick changes to happen <laughs> that are zero seconds long <laughs> but that's neither here nor there <laughs> From into your third priest outfit or out of your third Out of my disciple outfit into my third priest outfit. Oh, yes. Which is why third priest is my favorite character. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Because at the end of this song, you have Judas, and he's just riffing. Or she. Judas played by a lady is always cool. Always cool, yeah. Um, And they're just riffing away. And then the song ends, and then it goes into What's the Buzz, which is a pretty fun song. But also very tonally different from Heaven on Their Minds. Mm -hmm. So... Heaven on Their Minds being this, like, deep, like, angsty song <laughs> going into the hippie jam of What's the Buzz, I think is super cool. Very good contrast, definitely. So, another thing that we're going to talk about is our favorite lyrics mm-hmm. from the song. And my favorite lyrics from this song is there's the little breakdown clappy parts within Heaven on Their Minds. And my favorite lyric is when Judas goes, Nazareth, your famous son, should have stayed a great unknown. Like his father carving wood, he'd have made good. Tables, chairs, and oaken chests would have suited Jesus best. He'd have caused nobody harm, no one alarm. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's my favorite That's lyric. A lot. Good rhymes. It's got good rhythm when you listen to it during the song. The thing that I think that Andrew Lloyd Webber does well with his shows is, like, presenting the characters through the music with the different character motifs that they have and in this song in particular that's usually that part of the song is usually when the disciples show up Mm -hmm. and you see everybody because then they do the clapping it really sets the worlds apart from like the angsty riffing and balloting of judas compared to the his like explanations at jesus and to the disciples um i know that during some productions of the show judas is there with the other disciples and interacting and that's usually when that stuff would happen is like he's talking to the other disciples instead of just like talking to the audience which is a really interesting like switch yeah between that yeah between going from what's in his head to talking to the other characters on stage which i think is cool mm-hmm. and i don't know just this this song gets me going i like it a lot claire do you have any thoughts on this song or this show in general um yeah I, i've had some uh, i didn't have such a, a hardcore connection to this show right away no because you a baby i was a baby and also i'm like what we watched first was the movie from the 70s and i was afraid of the movie um because you know there's that scene where all the people are sick and they're like going up to jesus like touch me my eyes so i can see you know all that <laughs> that was exactly how it went thank you exactly and um <laughs> and i just i don't know it just it freaked me out it just seemed like 
little bugs crawling all over people or i don't know yeah as being someone that played one of the lepers Mm -hmm. it is also creepy yeah like and that's the point and seeing that as like i don't know when i first saw the show when i was like five or something and i didn't really understand like i didn't i didn't know all the stories from the bible i was just watching this thing that my mom put on i was like veggie tales and jesus christ superstar don't really talk about the same (laughs) things very different themes i mean same themes but different ways of telling the story definitely but um yeah like growing up now and like i saw the production that austin did and like i've seen like other versions of it it's definitely yeah given given me more insight into like the show and how yeah cool it actually is and then learning about the history of it being like the first major rock musical like rock opera that like kicked off all the start of these other ones it's like it's such a momentous occasion in like musical theater history which i think is really cool and so it just gives me a whole nother view of this musical and like how important it is and just how like i don't know like how it just has changed like everything after it do you have any thoughts on sir andrew lloyd weber and his musicals in general oh andrew oh andrew um well obviously you I mean he's had a lot of success yeah in his life and he's written some crazy stuff too (laughs) yeah see i'm like it's all crazy to me how he can write something like this and have it like this like this crazy broad huge rock rock musical and then also write a show about trains and a show about cats yeah being personified i the thing i think is crazy about andrew lloyd weber which I think is synthesized well in School of Rock, which is another one of my favorite shows, is how he can write music that's both like heavy rock songs, Mm -hmm. but also write like the big classical sound like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, yeah. And because in School of Rock, you have Dewey and all the kids playing all these rock songs. Mm -hmm. But then whenever the teachers are there. Very operatic. Yeah, it's very like opera sounding yeah and i'm just like that's cool a lot of his shows i think are kind of (laughs) bad but it still works out yeah i mean obviously he's you know he's had some good ones he's had some flops but he's trying to help find a cure for coronavirus which is cool yeah that's already awesome um well and yeah it's like and he is like an older man now yeah especially so it is cool to see that he is still willing to write to the younger generation and like write music for the younger generation. Cause I know it was like, like that's my thing with golden era is that it just doesn't appeal as much to the younger generation because of the themes and how it sounds. Yeah. So it's cool to have someone who is older still be willing to kind of connect with younger uh, performers more. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. (laughs) So do you have anything about Heaven on Their Minds specifically? I mean, it's just a it's a great opener for a show. It's cool. You get that first Jesus and you know, like I said earlier, like you know if it's going to be good or if it's going to be bad. And it's, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, like Judas is just a really interesting character overall. And it's cool to be able to see what's going on in his head and then like how he presents that to the other character like other disciples and stuff but also in a way where he's still kept to himself but is trying to like warn them 
through through his actions too. Yeah, depending on how you play this character. Yeah. He can definitely either be like the man, Jesus sucks. <laughs> which probably not. Yeah, probably not accurate. <laughs> or he's just like more like the concerned mm-hmm. like friend. Yeah. I mean, because we all have that that worry, worrisome friend yeah. in the group who's just always scared. Everything's happening. Yeah. Doesn't know what's going to happen. Just wants to stay on the safe side. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, just like synthesize, I guess. All Wait, uh, we should talk about um, favorite performances. I was getting there. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then you do you, man. So before I talk about my favorite like versions of this song, just like... And overall, like, the things that I like about this song, I like the music, the rockness, the orchestrations. The lyrics are fun. I like how this is a super cool, good introduction song for Judas and to the world that this show is presented in. Um, and yeah, I could probably talk about it more, but don't really know how <laughs> at this moment. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about some of our favorite versions of this song. So Carl Anderson's version from the 1973 movie, probably the one that sticks in my head the most because it's the first one I heard. Oh, definitely. The one I listened to the most because our mom had it on CD. Uh, they made another filmed version of it in 1999, which was based off of the revival that was going on at that time. The Judas in that one is pretty good. Not my favorite, but apparently some onstage drama during that show is that Tony Vincent, who played St. Jimmy in American Idiot in the original cast, he was playing Judas in the revival Mm -hmm. and then was supposed to play Judas in the movie, but broke his ankle on set. And so he couldn't do all the running around that Judas had to do. So he ends up playing Simon the Zealot Mm -hmm. in the movie and sings that song instead. I was like, man, I wish I could have seen him be Judas. Yeah, that would have been crazy. He is good. And then there was the 2018 MVC Live TV uh, yeah. version of it with John Legend and Sarah Bareilles, Sarah Bareilles and Brandon Victor Dixon. Oh yeah, right. Is that that's how? I think so. Yeah, and that version is good. Yeah, um, he's he's really good. He's a good Judas. Yeah, he was a good Judas. Some other versions that I have written down, which I'll put links to these in the description of the episode. So we have this guy named Drew Sarich, who has also played Jesus many times. I think this was like an Amster, like they were in Amsterdam performing the show. Hmm. That one's really good. He's probably one of my favorite Judases I found. Uh, the Signature Theater in DC did this show, I think it was three or four years ago. And the guy that played Judas in that, his name is Ari McKay Wilford. That is a cool name. Yeah, or Ari probably. Wow. <laughs> he, they have a version, an acoustic version of this song that they did that's on their YouTube channel where he's also playing guitar. And this is probably one of like, probably my like top favorite version of it, mm-hmm. mainly because it sounds like white sad boy music <laughs> and I am a sad white boy. <laughs> so I like that one a lot. Uh couple of ladies that did the song shoshana bean did it for the she is risen which was like an all-female version of some of the different songs there's one on youtube called there by someone named jody Steele Hmm. from london that one's good and as i was researching i found like four different videos 
of different Korean men singing this song. And in Korean. In Korean. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like for some sort of TV contest thing, but there were like four different ones. And one of them was super good. I just need to find his name. I'm probably going to say it wrong, but it's Jerem Choi. If I'm wrong, someone will probably correct me. But like I said, I'm going to post all the links to these in the description of this episode so you can find them and listen to them yourself. Also, if you just look up Heaven on Their Minds on YouTube and Spotify, there are a million different versions. Oh, yes. Uh, Tim Minchin, who wrote the music for Matilda, he played Judas on like the UK Arena Tour. His version is pretty good. Um, I'll probably share the link to the playlist that I made of all the different ones on Spotify too, so that you can listen, you can find your favorite. If Jesus Christ Superstar isn't really your thing, totally understandable. I know a lot of people who do not like the show, and that's but fine hey, with me. But hey, there are millions of musicals out there. But there are millions of musicals and millions of songs, yeah, and that's what this podcast is about. I'm sure you'll find something you like eventually. Yes. So thank you for joining us this week. Next week, we're going to talk to Claire about her favorite musical theater song. Claire, do you want to give a little hint about um, where your song's from or what song we're going to be talking about? Uh, my song has to do with the Queen of Hearts. So sprinkle Ooh, that in there for spicy. you. Spicy. Yeah. So thank you again for listening. Join us next week, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, before we end, we'd like to thank Shane Ivers for the music that thank opens you, and closes the show. And we will talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. See ya. See ya.